We learned in the previous year, in the Meral, the concept of something being tight, the concept of something deserving to exist. And therefore, we learned that really the question depends on the person, because the world is created that the only thing which has to work on deserving existence is a person. And when a person does deserve to exist, when a person is fulfilling the function Hashem intended for him, then the world is fulfilling its function too. The world deserves to exist as well. But when a person is not fulfilling the job Hashem intended for him, then by definition the whole world isn't doing its purpose either. And therefore those areas where a person can be taiv, which means can be fulfilling Hashem's requirements for him, become amudim, become pillars on which the existence of the person stands, but by, exist, by extension the existence of the world stands as well. And therefore those are the environment which in the name of the Olam is Aymet. He says if there are three. The mission says, now the Maral is going to look to explore and explain what these three areas are. So in the middle of the paragraph, the Kinnistan starts the Kashari Squire. And the Maral says, Umasha Adam Hutaib. When a person is considered to be Taib, I shall come and bring a Taiva. So much that people will say about him that his creation is something which is good. Toiv means within himself. And what does it mean in The maila that it has is within itself it's toiv. And that means that something on its own, with, on its own is developing a sense of shleimus. Someone on their own is deserving to exist because they are working on perfecting themselves. That's one area where HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person a tafkid to do. And uh, if a person is fulfilling that, it can be called toif. But to do it's known that the person's avodah Hashem can really be split into three different categories. The first one is what we call Ben Adam the Makim between a person and Hashem. The second one is Ben Adam the Chavera between one person and another. And the third, what the first speak about, is what's called Ben Adam the Atzmai, a person and himself. And this is the one that Maral mentions first. And that is a person's responsibility to perfect himself. Maybe it's the one which is the most overlooked. Because the principle that a person as a tafkid is not meant to be understood just as, so to speak, the career path or how he affected Sibur. The person's tafkid, which means the person's mission, primarily also affects himself. Because the role that one plays in the Sibur is something which other people could step into as well. But the primary tafkir that a person has, and that is to perfect himself, to overcome his own midas, 
to rise in his own level, to work on his own emunah or yira, or avas Hashem. Those are all levels within a person that can perfect himself. And therefore, for something, like the Maral says here, that the Brias, people will say about him, that he's taif, we're not talking in relation to how he acts regarding other people or regarding Hashem, but on his, on his own. Something which is taif is something which is fulfilling a function. He's acting for what person is meant to act. And that's the first level of taif. What he calls the Chinus Atzma. The second level he says, the second one is regarding Hashem, which means since Hashem created him, so he's fulfilling the the responsibilities that Hashem gave him as a nivra, as something created, which is over their love, which means to serve him, to do what Hashem wants. And the third one is Hagimel. The third one. He's put in the world with other people too. A person isn't created to exist on his own. He's created to be and he finds himself with other people around him. And therefore, and therefore, that's also an area which a person is meant to be good, he's judged on being good about. And that is, if Hashem created with other people, then he's fulfilling the purpose that he was created within those, that surroundings together with those other people. And when a person, so to speak, is considered tov on all these three levels, then altogether he, we can say that he's fulfilling the task that Hashem wanted him to fulfill. And therefore he says, how do we define these three levels? In Be'erech Atzmoy, Tzarech Shei Atzoyv, if we're talking about within himself, he has to be good, Sharitaycha Pumiyah, Bemaisa Bereshus, Omer B'chol B'reki Tzoyv. Each thing Hashem created, Hashem said it was good. Hashem is a tira, Shabriya Be'atzmoy, Tzarech Shei Atzoyv. Something has to be good within itself. In other words, when Hashem creates a sign in the moon on the first day, he called it Tzoyv. When he then creates the lands on the third day, he calls it Tov. When he creates a sign in the moon on the fourth day, also it's Tov. It's not that when Hashem waited for the entire Bria to be completed, and only when the entire system has been established and everything works together, then our Kodesh Prophet calls it Tov because it works in perfect unity, if it works in perfect coordination. Hashem calls each thing Tov on its own, which means Mitzal Atzma. It in itself is perfect for what it needs to do. Then at the end, there's another tov. Hashem sees everything he does, and he sees, obviously, he set it up in a way, when it works, and it's a perfect system, then everything is tov too. But first there's a tov on each item by itself. In other words, there's a way of there's a, a, evaluating the fact that something is doing what it's meant to do. It's created for what it's meant to be by looking at it itself. Even before one sees the bigger picture of what it acts in harmony with things outside of itself. And that's the same you said over here. A 
person who needs to be taught. And Taif means he taught himself. Before it comes to questions of how he interacts with others or how he acts towards Hashem. Mitzaratsa means Taif. And being Taif Mitzaratsa means that within himself he's fulfilling the purpose for which he's created. And obviously you have to explain what that is if it's something besides for which we're going to do next. That's one level. The Imbari Chaila, Shahu, not to me, Mano, but that also regarding the cause for which he's created, which is Hashem. And therefore, the second level of Taif is regarding the fact that he's created for a reason, how much Taif the Creator, he's fulfilling the reasons created. And the last thing, regarding other people too. These three different areas of are separate areas in which a person is judged and a person needs to be considered toiv. Which means fulfilling its function in all three. We know we talk about the dinner of Rosh Hashanah, but there's this bechina also. A person is judged, but not just on one level, on all three. There will be people who will be considered tzaddikim, and they'll be deserving of being vindicated in the din mitaratzmam. Which means mitad himself, because they're tzaddikim in their own right. There will be people who will be din and be granted another year of bracha in life. Not mitad but mitad the fact that they're playing a role which is necessary for somebody else. And therefore, since they're acting in a way which is necessary for other people, and therefore the bistrus, the other people who they're assisting, Discuss the other people who are reliant on them, so they deserve to live, but not mitzad themselves. And therefore, the one, the first category, is a person who is tov mitzadatzmoi within himself. The second category is somebody who is tov mitzadacherim. And even though, when it comes to the dinner of Rosh Hashanah, if a person fits himself, fits himself in any of the categories where he's tov, which means that he's fulfilling a function he needs to fulfill. Uh, then that's enough of a reason to give him a chiyuf. There's a reason for him to live. But for a person to be considered complete, so then he needs to be toiv in all these three areas. Now let's The Maral is going to bring this and give us an interesting chat in a very otherwise difficult Gemara to understand. The Gemara in Kiddushin says, in Gemara in to Kiddushin, there's a pasuk in Yeshaya which is, means say to the tzaddik kitov that he's good, which means the tzaddik needs to be given affirmation, confirmation that he's good. And the Hanta Gemara asks, is it not synonymous? Is there a concept of a tzaddik who's not good that now we have to point out the tzaddik who is good? There's a concept of someone who's tov l'shemayim. Which means he's fulfilling his tafkid in matters regarding Shemai, but not other people. That's considered a tzaddik who isn't good. Whereas, if a person is both good 
In other words, fulfilling his function as far as Hashem is concerned and also as far as other people are concerned, is there a tzaddik should type? That's a tzaddik who is called type. What's the difference between the two levels? So in the context of the Gemara, what the Gemara is saying, and if a person is considered to be doing what Hashem wants him to do, then in that, in that way he's called a tzaddik. Whereas if a person is is not doing, or not fulfilling his responsibility towards other people, so in that way he's not called type. He's not considered doing what he's meant to be doing. And therefore they can be judged separately. In one area, a person can be doing what he's meant to do, accomplish a mind. In that, way, in that area, he's toiv, or he's a tzaddik. Whereas when it comes to the way he acts, copy other people, in that area, he's not being a tzaddik. He's not doing what he's meant to do. And therefore, he's called a tzaddik, she'ainu toiv. Now, we can ask the question, not in the Ma'arab, but a question in the Gemara. And that is, how can it be that a person can be considered not doing what is chayv to other people and still be called a tzaddik? Because the Torah also gives us the mitzvah of anonim lechaverim. Whether it's Tztaka, whether it's Shavu Saveda, whether it's the various other kinds of Chesed which the Torah dictates. If that's the case, if a person is keeping the Torah, he's doing what Hashem wants him to do, so that incorporates, that includes Mitzvah Benarim Lachaveri too. So how could we have a case of a person who is considered a Tzadik, a Shemaim, is fulfilling what Hashem wants from him, which means the Mitzvah, and that includes Benarim Lachaveri, and we still are considered Tzayv Chafi Debris. And the answer is, is a principle which a lot of the body must talk about. And that is, that if a person will only be looking at what is responsible, Chafi the Torah. That Hashem wants him to do. And therefore, if he has to, if he has to do a mitzvah, so he's taking a lot of, that's a requirement from the Torah, he'll do it to fulfill the Torah's requirement. If he has a chiyuv to somebody else, because that's what the Torah expects, so he'll do it, because he's fulfilling a Torah requirement. But if that's the case, the motivation that there is to do, and the the feeling he has when he does, is I'm discharging my obligation, it's not in relation to the other person. He's just the object of my mitzvah. It's just as well that the Torah's mitzvah was to shake the little and not to shake the other person. Because if that's the case, I would do it the same way. He's the object of the mitzvah, which uh, I have to do, and I'm using him, so to speak, to do my mitzvah. The motivation of Ben Adam Lechaveri is a responsibility to somebody else. It's often quoted the Talmud video. It says a person asked two different questions when he judged after he passes away. The one is, Did you Did you accept the authority of Hashem over you? The aim of Yira, with fear, a person has to respect the reverence for Hashem. And the other question is asked, Did a person, so respect, accept the authority of his friend over him? And the question is, Why do I have to accept the authority of my friend? And the answer is, and this is the insight of what's considered Ben-Nadam Lechavere, and that is, there's a responsibility to another person. It's not just there's a responsibility to Hashem in matters regarding other people. 
If that's the case, like we said before, the way I would do the mitzvah is, he's an object which I have to do a mitzvah on, or a mitzvah with. It might be fulfilling the requirement of the Torah. But the second area of Adam Lechavere, it doesn't begin to address. Adam Lechavere is coming from this point of, I feel responsible to another person. And therefore, was part of my motivation to help another person is my responsibility to him. And then if a person is tov in that area, not just in doing what the Torah says to do, but in the way he feels that there's a khil that he has cut up with other people, and that's what's him, and that's, that, that, those are the, so to speak, obligations he's fulfilling to, then he's considered tov libris. And therefore there'll be a difference. There'll be a difference about, even if the Torah is mitzvahs, of chesed, of tzedakah, are uniform, but like we know, if we're talking about Hakar of Kaidim, if we're talking about a family member, the person is more v'chiyav. If we're talking about a case where it's closer to the person, the person is, is more m'chiyav. Why? Because that is chiyav, clapping the person. So that's a, a different area of where a person can be called type. And like the Maral explained, he says, since Hashem created a person in a situation where there are other people, that means they have a chiyav of how to act with those people. And therefore, that's part of a person's being tov, which means fulfilling what Hashem wants him to fulfill, is the way that he interacts with the people around him. So those are two levels. There's a tzaddik and there's a tov. And going back to Maral, Vavada Mikol Shukain, Tzarek Shaiya Adam Shalem Ba'atzmai. Vim Laikain and a tzaddik Before we talk about how a person acts and fulfills his duties, clapping Hashem or clapping other people, the person is clapping himself. The person is considered tzaddik, because otherwise it definitely won't be a tzaddik. So David says, "Tzaddik loyma ki kol b'riyah ba'atzmi yeshbotay." Like we said, the starting point of Hashem looks at each thing is as itself, as itself is fulfilling what it's meant to fulfill, and therefore, before a person can be called a tzaddik, clap Hashemayim, he has to be doing what Hashem wants him to clap himself. Therefore, the Tana begins with loyma alshleshet varim ha'olam oimet. Because when a person has the Torah, then it's considered that something which makes the person Tov. Tov mitzad himself. So the way that Maral's breaks up the Mishnah is that a Torah is regarding a person's level of being Tov from within himself. Valavoida is the person's fulfilling the expectations of him Klapishamayim. Hasadim is a person's fulfilling his obligation to other people. So why does the Torah make a person himself toif, make a person himself good? So you're going to see in the Maral, he's going to say two separate reasons. And then look at them, let's look at each one by itself. The first thing he says is that the Torah, when it's with a person, makes him toif. Because the Torah is sikhlis. If a person doesn't have Torah, the person without Torah isn't called Tov. A person as a person is missing Tov without the Torah, which means we've always defined Tov as being the person's ability to fulfill what he's meant to do in this world. A person's being Mekayim is Tafkid. And with the Torah, then a person is is able to Mekayim is Tafkid. He's given, what the taf, he's given his duty, what the Tafkid is meant to be, and he's able to fulfill that. Without the Torah, 
A person is unable to make a mistake. He doesn't know what it is. And therefore, to say is a person able to to fulfill what Hashem wants him to fulfill, mitzad atzma is a person without the Torah? No. That's not possible. Without the Torah, he is nimshel kebehema nidme ve'en zenefshav briah ve'en rodemitzis. Without the Torah, a person is just like an animal with, with more intelligence. And therefore, that's not what Hashem created a person to be. An animal, by doing its job as an animal, is fulfilling its function. That's what Hashem intended it to be. A person who's acting the same way is not fulfilling his function. It's definitely not what Hashem intended it to be. But without the direction, what does Hashem expect a person to do? So he doesn't know what his tafkid is. And therefore, that's the imperative of the Torah. It's like just the same creator created the person, created the guide for what a person is meant to do. And therefore the Torah had to be given to a person because that enables the person to be taught. In other words, that that enables the person to fulfill the function she wants him to fulfill. When a person is able to understand it on his own, so then Maral says, no, because the person's seichel isn't seichel in the gift. And therefore a person wants to say understand from Hashem's perspective what a person is meant to do. That's why you need to be given the Torah. And giving the Torah makes a person type, which means makes a person able to fulfill what he's meant to fulfill. Now, we can ask the question that Matan Torah was two and a half thousand years into the Bria. And if that's the case, how is it possible for people who preceded Matan Torah to be considered a type? And the answer is that they may not have been given the Torah the way as we were given in Harsinai. But they knew Torah too. It is about the Avos that they learned Torah. It is Shem Ve'ever learned Torah. It is Noach learned Torah. And therefore it must be in some way, whether because of the stature as Nevi'im, whatever the case may have been, they were aware of the Torah. Which means they were aware of the, 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 the expectations that Hashem expected from a person. And, what the, and the, the fact that there was, they were given in whatever way, whatever way it was, what their responsibilities were, and therefore it's possible for them to be tough. Because without that, which means without it being made known in the world what it was that should be expected, so then it was, there was no way that the world would come to that shlemus. And then he brings the famous Chazal, to Gemara in Shabbos, Vazesh Amr Chazal, Amr Shlakish, Hashishi, when it comes to the sixth day of creation, it's with the hey, hey, Sarah. And as every other day, it says, Yem Rishon, Yem Shani, Yem Shlishi. Or Yem Echad, Yem Shani, Yem Shlishi. And we get to the sixth day, Yem Hashishi. What's the definite article? So he explains. Because, Melamed, Shehit Nakadish Baruch, Yem Ha'is Bereshis. Hashem made a condition with the world. Yem Yisrael, Makabrim, Satara, Atem Yiskaimu. Vim Lavan, Yem Achsas, Chamer, Tavavavoy. If you Christ will keep the Torah, then the world's going to exist, and if not, then there's no point in it. And therefore, the creation was a creation based on the on on the fact that Klai Yisrael accept the Torah, because that's what enables Klai Yisrael, by extension, the world to be considered type, to fulfill its function. Without that, that it wouldn't be able to fulfill its function, and there would be no point in creating it. And that's why the opposite of type is ra. What what makes something bad, or ra? So I heard Mary Rabbi Moshe Peres Echron Yibrach said this many times that Ra comes to Lashon Terayim which means to break something something Ra'u is something broken 
that something which is able to achieve its tachlis is toif, something which is unable to achieve its tachlis, somewhere it broke, and therefore it can't get to where it's meant to get. It's unable to do what it's meant to do, that makes it right. And therefore, as much as the Bria or as the person is able to achieve what Hashem wants it to achieve, it's considered toif. When something is unable to achieve what Hashem wants it to achieve, then it falls into the category of being right. And that's why he says, Things which are created here physically don't have, by definition, the Chachm of Hashem. Even though a person is given Seichel, is given intelligence, and Seichel that a person has is something which is more physical than spiritual. It's just, a, a, so to speak, a higher level of intelligence within his physical body. And therefore the toy which would come from a person's own understanding of what he needs to do isn't something which can become the world. A person's intelligence is minimal. It's only when we get the Torah, which is Hashem Seichel, that that's considered toy. That's something which, which we can use to achieve what Hashem wants us to achieve. And then, Then there's a Maila, when people have the Torah, which is Hashem Seichel, it's not the same as just the Da'as that Hashem created a person with, naturally, as a person, even before he got the Torah. And therefore, when a person can only be considered to be toy and to become shalem when he has the Torah. So that's the first point he says. That the direction which is given to a person to make him toiv is the Torah, and without uh, without being given that from Hashem, a person wouldn't come to an result. And therefore, what makes a person toiv mitaratme, which means makes the person able to fulfill, Hashem wants him to fulfill, is only when he's been given the Torah. And now he says this Pashat, and we see a person who acts like an animal, it's the shifras of a person, that's a lowly person, a person who denigrates himself, to act as an animal would act, and whereas we see a male of a person when a person elevates himself, and therefore, the fact that the Torah is what gives a person that maila of his cycle which elevates him. Human intelligence will just enable a person to be a better animal or a more creative animal. It's only the Torah which gives a person something which will elevate him above, above where, where otherwise he would be. And the and then he says, That makes a person good. And therefore, the only thing which can make a person a Baal somebody who will, this is the second point he's saying, the Torah makes a person a Baal Meila. Somebody who is more elevated, 
and then that makes a person safe. In other words, now I'm not just talking about the fact that a person is given direction. The second point he says is that a person who is a Baltar is a Balmaila. A Balmaila means somebody who is elevated. And therefore, if you're talking about something being taif, so if it's on a, if, if we see something being shot or being lowly, we don't see it as being taif. When we see something that's elevated, we see it as being more taif. And therefore, if the Torah elevates a person and it makes it, it brings him to a maila, to a higher place, so we can see a, a person who's on a higher place as being more taif. And then he says, Kiatara Nikris Taif. The Gemara explains that the Taif was given by Taiva to Taivim. The Torah is called Taif. When you're given a Torah, it's a, something you acquired which was good. The Gemara says, Yavoy Taif, Zemaisha, a person who's Taif, whose Moshe should come, Shneva Teres Aki Taifu, when you cabal Taif, you should accept something which is Taif, that's a Torah. And what is what's Taif about the Torah? Not the fact that the Torah itself is perfect, the Torah itself is Taif. What it means is it's something which enables enables a person to become Taif. It means it enables a person to fulfill his function. And therefore, and something which is Seichel, I know she doesn't elevate a person. Something which is a Seichel Eloiki does elevate a person. What makes something Taif in the sense of it being more elevated, more Seichli, and therefore the Torah is considered a Taif Gomer for a person because it elevates him from being a person which is completely physical is bad. Not because being physical is bad, but like he said, this is something which the Maharaj explained many times. That the Ra attaches itself to Chaymer to physicality. And therefore, something which is more distant from the Chaymer, something which is more spiritual, and therefore is more tight. And therefore, it elevates a person, is the Torah. Because the Torah makes a person sikhli. Which is intelligent with the cycle of, of spirituality, and that distances him from his chaymer, from his physical side. And therefore, that's the first of the amudim, and that's amur atayra. Which means and that's the second point that's the second which Mahal explains. And that is that the Torah stands for directing a person, elevates a person. And we see, if we're talking about the nature of something itself, is it good or not good? Is it fulfilling its function or not? So when we're talking about a person, someone who's fulfilling his function is that he's acting like a person. He's elevated. 
and someone who's not acting like a person, in other words, is acting like a behemoth, we don't see as fulfilling the function of a person. Now, why does it need a Torah? So what he explains is that the connection to Chaymer, which means the connection to something physical, is where there's a mockum for the Ra. And that's where something can, just like where the Chaytz of Adam happened, when on the level of a person's physicality, it can detach somebody from Ruchnius. And then physicality on its own isn't fulfilling the functions meant to fulfill. That's the Ra. Whereas something which is sikhli completely, that's not something which the Yetzirah necessarily has a, has a connection to, or power over, and therefore that's something which is still called type. On a deeper level, the Ruchni Chalik of a person is type. The question is his body. If his body detaches from the Ruchnius, then it's going to be Ra. It's going to be something broken, something unable to achieve its Tachlis. Whereas if the connection is maintained, then the, per- the person physically can be tov as well. That's the principle of why the Torah is mashlim a person. The Torah makes a person tov because the Torah gives the person its recent etra. It explains the person what is existing to fulfill, and without that, a person wouldn't know what to do. So the Torah gives the person the option of being tov, fulfilling his function. But more than that, the Torah elevates the person, and therefore. In that sense, that makes him something more tight. Just to conclude with uh, one last idea, one to the topic of tight. Why does the Pasuk say about Moshe that he was tight? When he was born. If you have to look in the context. The context was in Mitzrayim, at a time when the Gezair of Pharaoh was that all Jewish boys should be thrown into the river. Now we know that the Chazals, they tell us that his children didn't die, they were looked after, they were brought back to the Jewish people years later. But for all practical intents and purposes, when the babies were snatched from the Jewish mothers and thrown into the river, the mothers thought they were going to die. And therefore, the, it was the Xerah which anyone had a child felt they were about to lose their child. When Moshe was born, the Pasuk says his mother saw Ki Now we said always, Tov means that there is a function for him to fulfill. And therefore, Yechavet saw when Moshe was born, that he was born with a breast, the room lit up, and he understood this is a child who has a, who has a role to play in the world, Kitovu. And therefore, she went to all the efforts to first hide him and then put him into a basket to avoid him getting thrown into the river, to avoid him getting killed by the Egyptian agents, because she understood Tovu, and therefore that there's a reason for him to exist, as opposed to other Jewish children who, as far as the parents saw, were being killed, and... Uh, Therefore, there was no further tachlis for them, so to speak. They were, they were being killed as babies. But over here, Yechavah understood Moshe has a role to play. Moshe has it, is tight. In other words, there's a reason for him to makaim a, a certain job in the prayer, And that's why it's the explanation of why she hid him, why she put him in the basket, why she understood that there's something different about Moshe, which she has to fulfill. That was also the concept of being tight.